Hey everyone, and welcome to episode 9 of the Gaming Insurance Podcast, where myself, Will, Coleman, I'm Ryan, sit around and talk about gaming news as well as wrestling news, and today we're going to talk about the changes in gaming culture that we would like to see from how often games come out to uh, season passes and stuff like that. So what is kind of a topic we want to start with? Um, I can take off with, um, like, you talking about games coming out every year, mm-hmm. so like, I don't know, 2K... I love the game. I've loved it since 2K17, probably. It was probably my first 2K that I got really into. But um, I don't need a new 2K every year. I can take some time to play through my my career and build that dude up. So, like, he's right. a baller. Like, I only have a year to build him up. Like, that kind of sucks. But then on top of that, like, it would not be that hard to just update the roster after free agency and just continue with that game and maybe release it every other year. Like, right. Because for the most part, every two years is when we get a new sort of park area in the online environment. Okay. So, like, if it's going to be a new park every two years, why are we releasing a game every year? I was going to say, can you notice a difference between, like, last year's 2K game to this year's 2K game? Um, Kind of. I didn't really play last year's. I took a little break from 2K. Mm -hmm. But this year's 2K game, I've enjoyed it thoroughly. Like, the park environment is awesome. Okay. Um, but that that has a lot to do with like the new gen consoles and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So, but the park is like, it's like a whole. They call it the neighborhood now. I think actually. And oh it's yeah, like, yeah. There's different it. boroughs and like a main part. Like it's huge. So like there's like six sections hmm. just to like the. Online I remember area. someone saying it was like two K meets meets GTA. GTA. Yeah. 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 <laughs> like, like, wait, you're just hooping on the street and then somebody like you just <laughs> it's, drive, it's so drive by. Big, but, like, <laughs> It's such a big map that the game put in a skateboard for your character. So, like, you can pull out a skateboard so you can move faster through the neighborhood to, like, get to places you need to go. Weird. <laughs> like a drive-by, like, no, Golden State, good luck! Hurry, <laughs> 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 sucks! At that point, you've got Tony Hawk and 2K put together. It literally is like Tony Hawk's Pro Skater meets 2K meets GTA all in one. But, I mean, like, again, it's like... Three games. Don't give me just a year to enjoy that. Like, right. why are you going to change it next year? Just keep the game, change the roster after the free agent mm-hmm. offseason, and then release it again in 2024. Yeah, similar to how, like, Call of Duty releases one every single year. Exactly. So like, they, would... They've run out of ideas. They're remaking Call of Duty. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm pretty sure the next one's Modern Warfare 2. So you... <laughs> Probably. But you would get rid of annual releases. Yeah. If I, if, of if the I exact same title. Yeah. Uh, you you said 2K and the first thing that came to my mind was WWE 2K. Yeah. Yeah. Where every year they release new game, new new game, <laughs> different roster, maybe the slight different gimmick, but but it's like the same dynamics. It's the same. Yeah, the exact same game. Like why? why yeah, even other than the, the last one where it was broken. Mm-hmm. This year they felt like. Maybe it's like every other year they start adding features or something. Because this year it seemed like everyone enjoyed like the yeah. NBA one, and it looks like from WWE, from what I've seen, the two K game, it looks ama- it looks a lot better. I just checked it out. Yeah. Well, they had I mean, anything's too. gonna be better than last year's. Last year was a horrific glitch fest where you go to sumo slam somebody and you're through the. You're through the ring, but still wrestling somehow. It, <laughs> it was horrible. Jeez. Damn. But I, I think they took a lot of cues from that because, like you said, there are some stuff for this year that actually look good. Yeah. yeah. But that shouldn't have happened in the previous year if they didn't have it an annual release of every single year. Right. You know, they make sure they have things buttoned up and actually working before they <laughs> ship it out which uh, on that point like it's all the day one patches that we get for all these new games that come to game pass or not even just game pass literally any new game that comes out any game that drops the first week you're gonna have one if not two patches the, the first hour yeah like, <laughs> oh my goodness i just bought this game hey there's a patch I haven't even finished downloading it yet. Right, yeah. It's like, okay. I remember, like, when I was excited to play God of War when it dropped on PC, which I do love that game. Yeah. However, the day one patch corrupted all of my files, and it took me oh. a whole day to uninstall, reinstall, verify the files, and check them to make sure I could play it so from the day one patch. That's so it's like... And, uh, it's How like, big of a game is that, though, too? 
It's not a very big game. Okay. But Still it's the nice. fact that like it corrupted the files and like me just uninstalling it and re trying to reinstall, it reinstalled the corrupted files. Ah. So I had to wait again. to completely uninstall it and then go into my files and make sure that the uninstall like it moves to a safe spot and like completely delete that before I reinstall it. Jeez. As if I never had it. <laughs> yeah, that's bad. Yeah. That's but, but that's that's more so that's not really on the game, that's more so on Steam itself. Because right. Steam yeah. has that issue. But I mean it's not just PC, but Xbox, PlayStation, everyone has a day one patch now. Everything. Doesn't matter what game it is, what console it is. Right. I know we were talking like trying to figure out has there been a game that hasn't had a day one patch and it turns out no. 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 It's like day one patches are just expected. Which is like as gamers, like why the fuck are we putting up with that? Like we pay good money for these games first day. Why why should I expect a patch to come? I should be right. paying full price for a game that's fully done. Right. I think I don't know, as a gaming company, like you should look after the people that play your fucking games. Um, right. Yeah. Or the people that give you the money to continue and make a new game. Mm -hmm. So And I know there are there are some games that have day one patches that are big chunks of data. Yeah. yeah, like there's been some that was day one patch and it was six to twenty gigs. Like that's that's not a patch. That's, that's not the a patch. game that's itself. A that's, a, that's a DLC just... added to the game. So yeah. you're telling me you you released the 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 game that At was essentially like seventy yeah. percent done, and you're like, oh hey, there's a day one patch to fix some bugs, but we <laughs> rushed out the last thirty percent. You know. <laughs> Steve like, and IT said you guys forgot this flash drive. Yeah, you're right. Hey, go, 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 go. <laughs> right. No the wonder. Boxes are already shipped. The game's gone. <laughs> no wonder we didn't meet the 100 gig download space. Uh, but is there, so going off the size of the day one patch, is there like an acceptable, because obviously things happen, certain things get corrupted or whatnot in when they drop the games is there an acceptable size for a day one patch like i don't know a lot about like that the tech that would go into mm -hmm. that and have what what would take up that storage but personally i feel like i'm already spoke my stance that there shouldn't be them at all but not at all if there's okay. gonna be some like two gigabytes like anything more than that feels like you fucking put the game out before you're done with it yeah you shouldn't do that it so a little bit off of that mm -hmm. is it it kind of depends because there are some games that are massive like call of duty modern warfare uh i i don't know how big of a download it is i think it was like at one point it was like 250 gigs yeah mm -hmm. which just ridiculous uh but i know there are some games that actually don't optimize processing. Right. So when you download it, it could be, let's say, 300 gigs. Mm -hmm. This game is 300 gigs for whatever reason. They don't optimize, optimize the right. They don't optimize the way the game runs, so it uses more space. Mm -hmm. And it's been actually been found out that some developers do this on purpose so that you now have less games to choose from. Yeah, you have to play that. So game. you have let's say i don't know mario whatever well let's we'll go with call of duty because that's, that's still that's still go. got a big Mario's still got a like big <laughs> right you still, i was gonna say elden ring but i don't know those uh that was not that big it's only like 43 gigabytes or something like that yeah it's not bad but like call of duty it's 200 gigs right so that's a big chunk of most people's memory and, and some people that's it's all, all their that's memory. All right. my memory so because you got other processes on your you got a terabyte hard drive mm. off of your brand new xbox playstation whatever but off that terabyte is all the operating systems that the xbox playstation mm -hmm. insert whatever needs mm -hmm. is taking up like half of it right so you're only it's have really 500 yeah. you only have 500 gigs to work with and with call of duty being Nine, half of that so you've got that's like Call of Duty mixed with Warzone 2 because they right. kind of yep. mesh the two. Yeah. So you've got one, two, maybe three games tops. So what some companies' idea is, okay, cool. My game is guaranteed to be on there because there's not enough space to have all these other games mm -hmm. to think you'd have more playtime. 
And on top of that, it's too big for them to uninstall because they don't want to have to reinstall it later if they want to play it. Which is why I'll give props to Xbox in particular for their Game Pass and the fact they have cloud gaming. The cloud gaming. You don't have to install it, you can play it. Boom. Cloud gaming is awesome. And like Like the fact that they created that, got it to work, mm -hmm. it has its like sometimes it has issues. Glitchy and laggy. But But of course, like once again, this is a game that's not affecting any of your memory right yep. now. Yep. Like that is amazing. It's sounded like you want to talk about like trying to find a new game to play. There's no better way to do it than cloud gaming Xbox Game Pass. Yeah. Like I can just go you don't in and like play it, a game. Stop playing. Stop you, don't, you don't have to go in and uninstall nothing. Nope. You just gotta hit quit game and it'll ask you if you want to rate it, and you can say mm-hmm. I don't want to rate it, and then yep. you can just open another game and start. That's how it. I played Marvel's Avengers on my PC. On you play it on the cloud, cloud gaming, yeah. Yeah, Didn't and it worked. That, yeah, yeah. You can play it. Mm-hmm. The cloud, the cloud gaming is an awesome feature that Microsoft like, included. Imagine if Steam had cloud gaming. That'd be insane. It would make it would be a, even more convincing for me to go get a PC. Right. But off of that, the you know, acceptable size of a day one patch mm-hmm. depends on the size of the game. The if it's game. if it's optimized, That's so. Fair. Yeah. So, like, if it's not optimized, that day one patch could be 20 gigs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, but if it is, it could be less than one, which an update like that could take no time at all. Yeah. Especially with these next-gen consoles moving so fast as they are. Oh, it's so yeah. crazy. I love it. I love it. It's so right. crazy. Long gone are the days of dial-up and the estimated download time of being four days. Yeah. You weren't around during this time. No, I, I can't even make the noise. I've never heard like, it. You got home, you rushed to turn on your Xbox or PC. Now, by the time you did your homework, got cleaned up, had dinner, it was at the start menu. Wasn't it like... Oh, maybe. Wasn't it like, too, if like somebody called, then the internet would get shut off? Yeah. If you, had, if you had one landline, yep. If you had one oh, landline, I would unplug the phone. Because there was a time no, no where we would have that, and we would unplug the phone, and somebody would come over and knock on our door. Hey, someone's trying to reach you, but they said your phone's unplugged. Well, <laughs> Mom, please, just five more hours. This game's almost installed. I'm playing the game. Oh, that's sad but true. Oh. So, till you ended up getting a second landline, and then I was like, hey, I can make phone calls right. and play games. And play RuneScape. Let's go. So, then every time you pick up that phone, Oh, somebody's downloading something. All right. See, I grew up playing Xbox 360 games. So, like, my first video game was I came home. I was bought that your first console. My first console was a PS2, but like, I barely played it. So, like, Xbox... I'm so old. Yes, you both are. <laughs> the first, like, Xbox 360 game I bought was Guitar Hero. And I was able to just come home, great game. put it, it in, great and like, starter. play it. And it like didn't need any download or anything like that. And then like I got the freaking Xbox One, and I put in a disc, and it was like you need to download this disc. What that, that made that pissed me off. I can't imagine having to wait for the internet to start up. <laughs> See, that was different. See, for the one, it was recommended that you download the disc because mm-hmm. it would play faster. Okay. Yeah. yeah it, they, you, you didn't have to, but they just said, "Hey, you should do this. It. Makes things mm-hmm. easier." Yeah still pissed me off. I was like, why am I doing this? I just came home with this brand new game. Okay. So, uh, complete sidebar. I want to know, what was your first console then? <laughs> Atari 2600. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I thought that was me. I don't, I, no, I, don't, I didn't Sega uh, Genesis. I don't even know what that is. I, I skipped consoles. I skipped consoles. Uh, my cousins had Sega Genesis that we played, yeah. and then I ended up getting the Super Nintendo after that. But yeah, yeah Sonic the, the Hedgehog and Paperboy. Atari 2600. Wow. You have a beat. Okay. That's yeah. PlayStation 2. Again, I played, so, I played some of the again. older ones. I had a GameCube. <laughs> but that wasn't first. I had the PlayStation. Or, yeah, the PlayStation 2. The first. GameCube came out. GameCube came out after PS2 or right before? I can't remember. I think it was about the same time. The fact that it was like a, such a small disc. Mm, I remember the disc was so that was the small. best thing. Mario Super. And like it has a handle GameCube. you could just carry it. You could take it with you. You could take it with you. The GameCube was amazing. Yeah. On the PS2, the cool thing was turning a little symbol. <laughs> that, when I learned that you could do that, I was like, this is the fucking coolest thing. 
and I had it up, and I'm like, look at the symbols off to the side. Like, that's so stupid. So Didn't they dumb. think about this? They did! Just go out of there. Are you gonna play a game? No, hold on, I'm enjoying this. It's not a free game, watch. <laughs> Kids play um, electronics, I'm playing with symbols and cardboard. So, speaking of complete sidebars today, like always. So, going along the lines of like installing a disc, how about like owning a game in the digital download? I know we talked about that a little bit. I mean, there's pros and cons to both, I feel like. Because, like, if you want to take a game over to a friend's house who has an Xbox, but you don't have that Xbox, like, you can't take your disc over because you digitally downloaded a game. So, like, you can't bring a game over to play. That would be the only con I can think about it. More so along the lines, like, if you have the disc, (laughs) do you own the digital copy of it as well? Oh. So, for example, like, I own uh, Marvel's Avengers the disc, for Xbox. Yeah. However, I can't play it on my PC Game Pass because I don't have the digital version of it. Yeah. Oh, that's kind of fucked up. You already paid for the right to I play know. game. Yeah. yeah. Like, it, I guess until... I do have the same thing because when I had an Xbox One, when I got the new gen Xbox, I got the digital one. So I don't have like a disc chamber. But yeah. If Marvel's Avengers hadn't been on Game Pass, I would have had to pay for it again. Oh, you, you should be able to get like a free upgrade. To what? I had it on the Game Pass. I don't need it. I have it okay. on it. <laughs> I was going to say, if it wasn't on the Game Pass, oh, you can just allow- like, yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, that would be like the only Because Microsoft's good with that. Yeah. That's good. Well, that's more so Marvel's Avengers, because you can also buy the PS4 version of Avengers and update it to the PS5 version. That's tested. Does it work? It works. Oh, okay. I own three copies of the game. Jesus. <laughs> Xbox, PlayStation, PC. I wanted to play Spider-Man. Uh, <laughs> I haven't played Spider-Man yet. <laughs> On stream? You have Spider-Man, though? Is it fun? Yeah. <laughs> I'll check that out one day. Uh, uh, I'm not proud of these things, but I do, unfortunately, love the I game. mean, it's kind of um, like Skyrim, though. Every year, Skyrim came out with something new or on a different console. And it's like, shit. The fact I that bought it again. It's like magical. Yeah. Uh, um, I, but, yeah, sorry. Continue. No, you're fine. <laughs> Going along the lines of, away from Game Pass and everything, if you own the digital copy, or own the disc copy, do you own the digital copy of it as well? Or do you think you should be? I mean, I think you should be able to. Like, you should, but I, I the answer is you don't. Right, yeah. Which sucks. Unfortunately. I, and I don't think that'll ever change, because like we were talking about earlier, they're still putting out games that aren't finished on day one. They clearly do not care about what their consumers have to say about So I'm going to say stuff. not care, because not all day one patches... That's assuming like all day one patches are... Are to fix. Like, are to fix things. Yeah. I mean, some things are so small, like Elden Ring. Mm-hmm. We, we all three of know. us didn't even know that Elden Ring had a day one patch. Yeah, and I looked it up and it said it was just like new and like, PCs and stuff like that. Right. And without all my corrupted files, I wouldn't have known that God of War had a day one patch. Yeah. Because once again, that was only, that was a very small update. It was just Steam decided to, <laughs> you have to wait an extra day. <laughs> it's like, I've waited four years. <laughs> one day ain't gonna stop me. <laughs> it did. Um, <laughs> This man broke. I did. I it. It was on stream. Too. I broke <laughs> on stream. It was amazing. Um, some say amazing. Some say not. <laughs> I would say not. It was amazing. To watch. Some say clip it, Dre. Oh <laughs> uh, shit! There's probably a video of that somewhere. But there is. Um. But it really just depends on what the day one patch is fixing. So with. We're on so many sidebars. I've lost where we're at. Brett, do you do own? Do digital? you own the digital download? Stop asking okay. me about so, it because I don't so know. Looking in that direction. <laughs> yeah. For me, if you own the physical copy, yes, you should own the game. If you bought the digital copy, you should own the game. However, you don't. So, say for. Actually, there's a lot of games now, thinking about it. Uh, one of my favorite games, Too Human. Mm-hmm. Um, a few episodes back, brought that up. The only way to play that game is if you have the physical copy. 
they no longer have oh, I remember any, that game any digital they access. Or they yeah. took away digital access? They don't have digital yeah. access. Um, because some companies say, let's say you bought a digital, let's say you bought that game, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. digital version. The company went out of business and closed due to issues. Um, shut down all their servers, shut down all their systems, shut down all the games that they had. You could not buy the game hmm, digitally. And if you uninstalled the game because you were playing needed something space else, for Call needed, of Duty. Yeah, needed space <laughs> for Call of Duty. One of the 18 other versions of Call of Duty. You and said, hey, you know what, I'm done with Call of Duty and you want to play that game again. You couldn't do it because hmm. there was no place to download it from. But if you had the physical disc, you then technically physically like the own offline it. version. Yeah, it's the offline. It's the, the, it's the permanent. Yeah. yeah, it's the permanent version. Now today, with how things are because of day one patches, mm-hmm. say you have the physical copy, but day one patch fixes half the game. Oh, you're kind of screwed because you only have. Because as the soon base as the version shut down, so do yeah. all the patches they push through. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. So you could have a broken game of your physical copy. So nowadays, would you say it's better to just have the digital download and not uninstall it? That just in case that ever happens? Honestly, with how big... Well, not how big, but how small terabytes are, yeah, you could easily do that. You could yeah. easily buy or download however many games you wanted and keep them on external hard drives. Yeah. I mean, it really feels like that's kind of the way that the companies are pushing it, too, because both PlayStation and Xbox release digital versions of their consoles yep. when they rolled them out. Yeah. Digital versions, and it's super easy to get external hard drives to where it's now it's easy. like, oh, it's just a custom thing to yeah. where yeah. no one even thinks about how much memory... They're like, how much memory does your Xbox have? I don't know. Exactly, because you have an external hard drive, don't you? Yeah. That's why. (laughs) Same, because I have an Xbox and a PlayStation. No idea what those storage containers are, because each one has an external hard drive plugged into it. Yeah. See, for my original, or for the Xbox One that I got, it came with a terabyte hard drive. Mm -hmm. But I never, back then, terabyte uh, terabyte was a lot. Yeah. Because games were smaller. They didn't have as much crap, or they were actually optimized the way they were supposed to. So I had a 3 terabyte external hard drive that I had plugged up. And so you got 4 terabytes that you're never going to touch. So I've never uninstalled a game that I digitally bought because I didn't need to. That's, yeah. I think about, like, external hard drives is, like, you want to go play a game at somebody else's house, take it out, plug it in, it's ready to go. Which is the good thing for some digital stuff is if you put it on a hard drive, you can take it to your friends. Yeah. Say, hey, just plug this in. Let's go. Yeah. Um, Which, like, there's not a lot of games like that anymore necessarily, but, like, there's still a couple every once in a while that... There's a a bunch of different... So a part of that, though, is they're coming out now with a bunch of different ways for you to play with your friends. With your friends. Say you own the game, but they don't. Mm-hmm. Steam has this a little bit, um, where you can share Steam libraries, where mm-hmm. you can share, you can share Steam libraries. So like all the if I was to share with you, all the games on my library. That's a lot. That's a lot. Yeah, Xbox. We don't talk about that. Sharing with your Xbox and it's a home Xbox. That's what me and Flapjack have. That's what me and my buddy do. So I can play. That's how I Elden Ring on Xbox. So, so I'd share my games with you, and then we could play together on certain things. We can go face nuclear Gandhi. You that game sounded. <laughs> I've been wanting to play that ever since last week. What was it called again? Civ Six. I think it's an option in Civ Five because they turned it off. But you can. It's just a normal option that you can click on. Like I don't remember what the what the name of it they call it. It might be nuclear Gandhi. But <laughs> turn it on. And he goes crazy. It's I love it. <laughs> I was looking up uh, the average game size right now is around twenty five to thirty gigabytes. With nowadays games are starting to push like 
between 60 and 80 on average like expected to be like a normal now 60 to 80 gigabytes that's crazy some games i can see it and some games i can't yeah so like elden ring makes perfectly good sense that game is massive it's only 43 only 43 yeah, yeah or something too. like that is it 43? 43 yeah, yeah. i guarantee you you haven't even touched all of it yet no i haven't no, even so no i i so beat big. godric and now i'm like i kept following the story and then the story just kind of like like <laughs> this over and over again it's like you need to go explore go yeah. explore something that's kind of like the fun of the game like and so now i'm with some somewhere. creepy dude that cutting off my fingers and making me go stay in a dress in some maiden's blood you're having a really fun time that's, it's that's not a... fun no because it has the eye of sauron up there that makes you go mad oh. my face just catches on fire then this dude comes up and slashes my ass no I've died 30 times up there. I've died more up there than I have to Godric. I think you need to leave and do something else. I think I need to stop counting my deaths. <laughs> or that. Or that you know. the first week. It's not just getting old. It's a good joke. It's a great joke, even. It just needs to stop. <laughs> I still so, uh, like 300 deaths, and I've been playing for like 12 hours, maybe. <laughs> Anyways, at that point, then Elden Ring is really optimized because it's extreme. It, it's I mean, yeah. massive, but it's only forty three gigs. Yeah, like that's well, what's that's G- ridiculous. What's GTA? Because uh, GTA 60, isn't nearly as beautiful. Sixty or, something. Like, I was gonna say I thought GTA was around fifty to sixty. GTA is large. Yeah, sixty. To, yeah, I want to say it's around sixty something. But the way most the way optimized games are is they only load assets that are near you. Yeah. So like GTA is, oh, let's say a city block size. On PlayStation 5, it's 87, while on Xbox, it's a heftier 94. Holy shit. Well, we were wrong. We were way now, off. Now, these are, those are the new gen consoles. Yeah. For like oh, so older gen had, is yeah. probably a little bit lower. Right. But the new gen, it's more, because it has better graphics. graphics and stuff. Or, or so you can really graphics. see the Stops. You see, well, you see like, the, the blood. The tits. The, I was going to say tits. I was going to say the blood from the hooker you GTA just murdered. GTA has seen three different consoles, so. And it's sold a crap ton of games. I just it hasn't. It's the number two game. It just hasn't beaten Minecraft yet. I just want a new one. Because I remember us telling, yeah. I told people to go buy GTA just to beat Minecraft. Yeah, just beat Minecraft. Speaking of that, like, Elden Ring got 12 million copies sold. Damn. Just the other day. Elden I saw a, that. Elden Ring's a great game. Yeah. And I haven't even played it that much. So another thing to talk about is uh, the season passes versus DLCs. Ah, I'd rather have a DLC. Just right off. Right off. You'd rather have to... Would you want to pay for the DLC or pay for the season pass to have the DLCs? So I'd rather... Or as soon as you buy the game, you should just have the DLCs. No, so I'd rather like buy the game, play it for a year, and then like a year later, they're like, "Hey, we're releasing two DLCs that are going to give you bonus content, like mm-hmm. more stories, more multiplayer stuff." That that is like the system that I'm accustomed to. Like for free or pay for the no, DLC? pay for the DLC, okay. just like you're buying, but not sixty dollars. Like okay. maybe thirty because it's half a game. So similar to like Pokemon. Yeah. When okay. they did their expansion. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the original season pass was you. You bought the game, mm-hmm. and then you could get the season pass, which then would give you all future upcoming DLCs. Yeah, yeah. Where now it's, hey, you get season pass for this year or this season this pass is now like a couple months, like this. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh yeah, know, so like, like, year like call now, like Fortnite no. season pass, Call of Duty season yeah. pass for Warzone. You pay it's like three months of that season yeah. pass or battle pass. It's it's. Kind of, the kind of the same thing, actually. Oh, they they okay. call it the battle pass. Some people call it the season pass. Yeah, okay. I always just call them because like, in my mind that's a battle pass. Yeah, it, it is, idea. but they still they'll word it so that it's about the same. Okay, so like Warzone's battle pass is three months, and you pay what ten, fifteen, it's ten bucks. It's like ten bucks, I think. Dollars bucks for all this extra stuff, but then you have to play it enough to unlock all of it. And mm-hmm. if you unlock all of it, I will say what's nice about it is if you do beat all of it in the season pass or battle it's pass, enough whatever, to pay for the it's next enough one. to pay for the next. So one. I know Fortnite does that. And I yeah. know Apex does that. Yeah. yeah, 
So you kind of make sense. It. it does make sense, but if you don't, it's a bend it. It's a lot of grinding mm-hmm. to be a it season is. pass. They it make it so it like, basically makes it like, hey, you want to buy this for ten dollars, fifteen dollars? Don't play any other game the next three months, or you're not you're gonna have to pay more money. Yeah, yeah. So well, I know with Fortnite because I unfortunately played that back in the day when they dropped their season pass. Um, each week you had challenges, and if you completed the challenges. You're guaranteed to complete the battle pass okay. by the very end. Yeah. Of course, if you played sooner, you got the battle pass sooner, of course. But that way, it kind of like, okay, I could play this day. Oh, my pass, my challenges are done. I can go play other things now. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But the original season pass, I would take that. That version is better. So I think by the game, pass, I think like Far Cry and yeah. games like that, yeah. that. You're you're pre- Dying Light Two pre purchasing the DLC. The DLC, DLC that, yeah. Like, yeah. Hey, we're coming out with this guaranteed. It's happening no matter what. That kind of season pass, I'm fine. That's with. fine. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't necessarily like this style of gaming where it's like we're just gonna play this map in this yeah yep. mode for the next three months, and then we're gonna switch it up, and you'll have to download something else and pay for something. <laughs> add, add more hard drive space. Yeah, I'm, I'm, right I'm for the exact same it, thing, just slightly different. That's one thing I will give credit to Marvel's Avengers for, is that all their DLC that they've come out with, zero bit. Yeah. Yep, zero. Nothing's been charged. You can pay for cosmetics. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes you pay for cosmetics mm-hmm. on multiple platforms. Um, those people <laughs> probably need to go um, therapy. <laughs> Some already do. Not about that, though. Um, <laughs> um, explains a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> learn something new every day but i like that because like that's and the devs have even come out like alex and brian the some two of the developers behind the game have come out and said that hey the only income this game is getting is from the skins is from the cosmetics mm-hmm. especially now with it being on game pass yeah yeah you got a whole side of the market that doesn't even have to pay to get it i mean they they pay in a monthly subscription form, yeah. and they get like a percentage of it. It's kind of like how you pay for Spotify. You play an artist's music. Spotify does pay them. Yeah, but like, so now are, are we going to start seeing video game companies kind of getting screwed and losing some of their talent because they can't afford it? Because like you said, Spotify, there's a lot of talk in the music industry about artists not making enough money for their music on streaming platforms. So like I'm wondering if that situation might start happening. Now that will be gaming. a little different. Yeah. yeah. For the fact that for artists, once they make their song, mm-hmm. they're done. They don't do anything. That's true. They're still once you make the your game, game stuff like they that. have updates. Okay. They're actually yeah. still working. Still, okay, that's fair. So your artists are gonna get uh, whatever they make ten cents on yeah a, a play or whatever mm-hmm. you know. But that's that's completely different. Okay. Similar, now, if they but, own the rights to that music, then they can like pull they, it. Yeah, they pull it, it make more yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, I was just curious. I didn't know if that would have had the same effect. Yeah. So along with like DLCs, what about subscription based gaming? Like um DC E DC, what is it? You online? D- DC, DC online. DC online. <laughs> it's like DC OU. There's letters. I don't know. I don't play that. Um I'd like to buy a but, like, <laughs> You don't have enough money, sorry. Um, but games true. like that where you pay like a monthly subscription fee, or Final Fantasy, there we go, there's another one. Mm-hmm. You pay like a monthly subscription fee to continue to play. What about games like those, that style? I, that, to me, that feels more like mobile gaming style based than console style. Okay. That is how I personally, cool. like, I when you think about mobile games, I do think about like, you gotta pay to unlock the rest of this game. I do this and I don't know. I mean, mobile games are in a category of of their own of their own yeah. for yeah. toxicity and yeah. how essentially the game itself. Most of the games are just money grubbing. Oh, they're, yeah. they're not real games. They're just hey, let's. I don't enjoy mobile let's gaming get. at all. But like when I think subscription based gaming, I don't. That's just what I think of for some reason is mobile gaming. I don't hmm. know why. I that's, enjoy certain mobile games. I like mobile games that you can play on your phone but also like if you have a tablet you can move it over to your tablet i do enjoy those style games yeah that allow me kind of like feeling like i'm playing on a pc kind of but not see i like more of the like 
the more arcade style mobile game gaming like Flappy Bird and like Jetpack <laughs> Ride and shit. Flappy Bird, because like the, yeah, man is a child. It's so small. Your phone's so small. Like I don't know. I play yeah. on a big monitor. But, like this is easy to just like tap. Tap like I don't know. <laughs> tap tap taparoo. You must suck at Flappy Bird. If you're just going tap tap. Uh, I'm dead. Flappy Bird are like <laughs> that was a great game. Oh, sorry, I got us on a mobile gaming <laughs> tangent. But that's fine. That's what I thought of when you said subscription for... gaming. I don't know. Why. Okay, that's fair. That's yeah. what you think of. Yeah. So, go. So like DC Online, they do subscription based to fund the game, right? Where like you brought up Marvels, where Marvel is free, mm -hmm. and you pay for if you want. For cosmetics which fund the game but dc online because it's a old school style uh, mmo like world of warcraft if you pay for a subscription you're actually paying to support the game itself yeah it's not skins cosmetics things like that it's other things that you're actually paying for with a subscription and then that's how you play the game as well as so you have to pay right. for a subscription so do you have to no, pay or, play? No. DC Online is actually free. But if you pay for the for subscription... Qual you for get... quality of life stuff, you pay the subscription. Okay. So the subscription gives you extra things to make your gaming sessions better. So, like, increased inventory okay. space, no cap on how much money you can have, and things like that. Mm -hmm. But... You can play it for free, but you might be limited to also, like, one character. Hmm. But with a subscription, you could have unlimited that you could okay. create. So it just kind of gives you more <laughs> access to the game. Like, everybody yeah, has it, full access to the game, full, this gives you It actually more gives access. you full access to the game. Okay. Which, on that... Which, again, I, that's kind of why I think of mobile gaming, because a lot of mobile games are like, here's the game. You right. can pay us $1.99 in-game to get this and have more. I don't know if that's why. Pay me $5, and I'll take these ads away. <laughs> that's a quick uninstall. You're not worth it. <laughs> You're not worth these 30-second ads. Go fuck yourself. my money. But <laughs> to me, with subscription-based games... It feels like with some of them, you're not getting the full game. Without the subscription? Without the subscription. Makes sense. You're, you're, you're getting the bare bones. You can do this. You're locked you to... You have the tutorial in these three missions. <laughs> right. You know, paywall, which is your subscription. Mm -hmm. And then it's like, hey, cool. I actually can see the rest of the world. Right. It's amazing. Now, some games don't do that anymore, but... A lot of them are still like that, where, you know, you get extra this and that, or uh, Knights of the Old Republic, not Knights of the Old Republic, Star Wars The Old Republic, which is the Star Wars version of DC Online. Mm -hmm. If you had a paid subscription, you got early access to a speeder bike, okay, oh. which increased your movement speed. To 150%. <laughs> so you could jump on your speeder bike and go from town to town. If you didn't have that, you'd have to run. You Some run towns were really far side. away. It was really <laughs> fucking annoying. So that just kind of on the shift in the W and walk away. I can play Star Wars. There, there is a, walking today. <laughs> there is an auto run lock button. So you'd hit you auto that. run lock and you would just run straight in settings. You just hope you don't run into anything or get attacked by a monster or else you'd stop running. Hmm. But yeah, it's just those subscriptions are quality of life, ease of life right. to help you. But also at the same time, it's financially support this game and continue its growth and development and up and yeah, so uh, down hopeful, it, hopeful, 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 yeah upgrade because there are have been some where it's like you it's subscription based but they didn't do anything yeah so they're just they're taking your money yeah they're just taking your money and they're not doing it they haven't right. done an update in years but the those games don't be able exist to get behind a game like that as if it was constantly improving because it's like i'm right. giving you money every like month. A... you better be 
like a roadmap. Yeah, giving yeah. you a roadmap of like, hey, this is what's to come. I know, like, uh, Dying Light Two. Before it even dropped, they dropped a roadmap saying yep. it has five years of funding ready to go. Yeah, which is something that got me excited for the game, made me want to play it more. I haven't checked that game out yet. So good. I wish more games had roadmaps. Like, yes. hey, we are already, like you said, we're already funded for the next ten years. This is what we got. Right. Mm-hmm. I also wish that not only games had roadmaps, but also gamers had patience for roadmaps. Oh, like, yeah. If a game is saying, hey, we're working on the roadmap, give us a little bit. Awesome. Take your time. Like, Well, how's that? how long are you willing to wait for them to show you what they have coming? So for me personally, I don't know a whole lot of what goes into the development of a game. Yeah, same. So I don't know what goes behind it. So... I can't say, hey, what the fuck is taking so long when I don't understand? <laughs> it's like somebody asking me, like, the fuck's taking so long on my omelet? I'm sorry. I have to scramble your eggs and then add the heavy cream, <laughs> yeah. season it, cook it in a pan. It's like they don't know the step-by-step. To them, it's like I ordered an omelet. It should be on this plate. Fair. Also, like, I've got four tickets ahead of yours. Right? Good luck. <laughs> it's like I play this game. Where is my roadmap? So it's like I'm not entitled to it. It's just something that I want. You would like to see. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, fair so enough. a general idea is for comparison would be as if, say, a game announced today that mm-hmm. uh, Dying Light 3 is coming out, right? I hope it, not. It's, it's coming. A comparison, years, a, comparison, <laughs> a comparison would be as if they had the same amount of staffing and funding would be a... Uh, Triple A movie. Mm-hmm. So, like, the next Marvel game. Movie. Next movie. Marvel movie. Say they announced the next Marvel movie at the exact same time. Comparison-wise, that would be the same staffing, the same kind of requirements, storyboard, stuff they have to do to get that game done would also be the same as that movie being done. Yeah. Um... But there are also many companies that don't have the same amount of staffing. Seven Days to Die. It started with two people. Yeah. And then it's, I think they just reached like 50 or something like that. So that's been a long process, but you've got some people that are like, hey, where's my, where's my omelet? Right. (laughs) Give me a minute. Goddamn, I'm one dude. Or I gotta kill the chicken. <laughs> In the opposite sense of like how Seven Days of Life, their staff is growing, whereas certain games, once they release, after a while, their staff starts dropping That's yeah. where it's the bare bones. Yeah. Yeah. Because obviously, if Marvel's Avengers, if your only income is cosmetics, obviously you can't afford the same amount of staff you had at launch. Yeah. 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 So that also gives me kind of like if i know that it's like okay i'm willing to wait like take your time on the roadmap let me know like communicate yeah that's the biggest thing for me is like communication like hey the roadmap is coming we promise we just want to make sure that when we drop it it's ready mm-hmm. like that makes sense for games that have had a bit of a rocky start it's not like elden ring elden ring's done fantastic mm-hmm. it's like hey here's the roadmap if that roadmap falls through there's more leniency on Elden Ring because it's done so well. It's, yeah, it'll still be doing good. Whereas a game like Marvel's Avengers that had that rocky start, if they drop the roadmap and it falls through, people are not gonna be happy. Muerto. Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. That yeah, where so much hype for it, which honestly I feel like a part of that was overhype. Yeah, uh, where too many people were just so geeked out about it to the extreme that the moment it got released and it wasn't in their mind perfect mm-hmm. like a hundred out of ten perfect <laughs> that it had issues any issues that it was garbage right but i know a lot of people are going back into cyberpunk yep. and playing it which is nice to see people giving a game a second chance even though i do understand like yeah we were waiting a very long time and it just fell through and got like a little bit better, 
but like it fell through so bad and the level of getting better was so small so slow at small increments that it took a while like i think it just now within the past few months is what they wanted it to be right but it it was a very rough go and then with that we kind of have like the the crunch culture as well like getting a game out as fast cyberpunk's a good um example of that is waiting for this game and then then just being like okay we got now you have to get it out now go yeah a uh so a big i don't like crunch culture but you know i'm probably more any c cultures Crunch culture, cancel culture. Where are you going? That's all. <laughs> trying, trying to run. <laughs> falling through the sea. Falling through the ground. <laughs> I've been falling for 30 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Try to stay balanced. There you go. Thank uh, you. The crunch culture. <laughs> so, <laughs> crunch culture. The, as I'm more patient as a gamer. Um, probably because I'm older. But so when games come out TikTokers. or they re- <laughs> or they release stuff saying, hey, we're coming out with something, you know, I wait. I'm okay with it. I don't I don't need to have it immediately. But because like there's too many games to play right now. Right, that that's too. To play. But a lot of uh <laughs> companies say, Hey, we need you to make this game and have it released before Christmas because people need to play our game. They need to buy it to make money for Christmas sales. That's the thing that makes me upset. It's like, I, I don't care when the game comes out. If I think the game looks interesting, I'll buy the game. I don't care when it's right. coming out. Yeah. Right. Where a lot of companies will they'll push it out to try and make a bunch of money even though the game's not ready yet. Well, right. Like, so like, I mean, all the Call of Duties, all the 2Ks, like, all your bigger releases for the year, they come out in November. The first week of November. Yeah, you know, I mean, yeah. So, like, yeah, holiday season. Holiday season. But again, like I said, if I want to play the game, I don't care when it comes out. Right. Elden Ring came out, what, three weeks ago? And people yeah, bought roughly. it and played it. Like, it, it's not it's even anywhere near Christmas. So, yeah, yeah. That, like, I hate the cash grabbing. Like, just make yeah. a good video game and it'll make you money, I promise. Yeah. Well, there are certain games that just come out in November that you just kind of expect it. Mm-hmm. Call of Duty being one of those. When November comes around, you expect another one. Unfortunately. No one wants it. You just, you just, expect you just it. know it's coming. But at least most of the time, no one wants it. Like, this past one, won't lie, was pretty good. The story was really good. Wait, Dang which past I one? Yeah. I heard not good things about it. No, I liked it. Really? No, I didn't play it. I heard like it, it's the worst selling call of duty no i like the story okay i could be biased because of the voice actor behind the main star but that's regardless who's <laughs> laura bailey uh. <laughs> who's the voice actor sir makes sense now aye, aye, aye. i didn't buy it because i here's just gonna be another call of duty game the you know yeah. cold war was different i bought it just for that reason you you could <laughs> so many other options for that. I know she's in a lot. Uh, don't worry about the last of us. This man needs a phone call. Review. Caps Stormbreaker on Twitch. Check us out on Tuesdays. No, actually, yeah. Well, oh, yeah, that be, too. That, that would be, be interesting. Be awesome. I would freak out. I would freak out. <laughs> I would freak out. Any of them, I'd like freak Matt, Travis, <laughs> Sam. Sam. Liam, Liam, Sam. Liam would. Ooh, no. I don't... Liam's Ooh, my favorite. No. Liam's my favorite. Liam's I'll... your favorite. Yeah. Like from like Bax to Caleb to yeah, Orum, Orum Soy. Yeah, and Allison. Oh, his character is good. So good. I know you don't watch Critical Role. <laughs> I don't. Uh, I do. I watch the show. I fangirl over him. All of them. It's like that one TikTok. It's like, sing for the ones that you simp for. I sing the whole way. <laughs> Were you supposed to sing every word? <laughs> really good song. <laughs> really, good, really good people, really good song. Can't help it. May have got a little louder during certain parts, but 
So you followed the rules. You had it right. right. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, that's the reason I bought Call of Duty Vanguard. And I mean, once again, it's another selling point, so. I mean, Call of Duty always have a place in my game rotation. Yeah. I've been playing them since I was 12 years old. Oh, we talk about them. So I want to go play Call of Duty now, which means I have to reinstall it on my PC. Okay. How many gigs is that? Get ready. 50, I think, now. Oh, oh Jesus. I'll look and I'll tell you guys. That's I can't remember. I don't wanna I don't wanna Don't do it because it's gonna take you two days. Yeah, especially. I didn't give the gerbil on my freaking internet a heads up. Yeah. Make him a I would say make him a sneak. Jesus. A line of sneak. He's a hamster, he doesn't drink. He's a gerbil. He's a gerbil. He drinks shit. Hamsters don't drink gerbils do shit. And that's why we are the gaming degenerates. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, In shit. honor of our missing degenerate, should we bring up this week's topic from him? That's a good one. Uh, Especially since it's 619. Is it 619? Yeah, 619. 619. 619. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about WWE news and Big E bouncing on his head. Oh, I really hope that he'll, in the long run of things, be okay. I really don't think he'll wrestle again. I see, like, I see him retiring. Yeah. I see, like, permanently. I see I, maybe, like, an I Edge I watched situation. that video, and all I could think of is, like, Edge and Stone Cold, how, like, they have that yep. neck problem. Mm -hmm. And it's, like... It's, you're never, never going to be the same. Never going to be the same. No. Like, even, like, if he doesn't decide to retire, every time that he goes in the ring and tries to do it's a like suplex, when... he's going to... It's going to be in his head. Like, he's going to yep. freak out about yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. That was that was tough to watch. Like it wasn't one of the most. It wasn't like violent to watch. I've seen worse in the WWE. It was like, rough in the fact that you the knew. dude landed like this. You saw him bounce on the top of his head the of and his then head. fall over. Yeah, he got got air after yeah. he yeah. hit. It yeah. wasn't just a hit and fall. It was. Like... And it's like stuff like that. It's like because when Daniel Bryan, Bryan Danielson, he came back to WWE after all of his concussions and. Nice. Thank you. Um, he changed his fighting style. Mm -hmm. He didn't do a lot of the crazy stuff at first. And we're kind of seeing that with, well, I would say with Edge, but Edge has really been pushing himself. I will give him credit on that. Yeah. yeah. He has been going crazy mm -hmm. and just not afraid of anything. He wants, I think Edge, like at the end of the day, he wants people to freaking remember him. Not that we weren't going to already. But like, <laughs> not going to remember <laughs> exactly. He rated our superstar. I think the guy who had. Live on freaking SmackDown Friday night with Lita. How does anyone forget that? Uh, you this kid doesn't. You can't. That was my introduction to a whole new world. Oh, no. I was on a magic carpet ride that night. He was my Aladdin and I was Princess Jasmine, goddammit. <laughs> Check yourself a little bit. I don't think that means what you think of me. You're gonna go back and watch. gonna go back and watch this later after this. <laughs> What, what episode was that? Friday Night Smackdown, right? <laughs> July 8th. 2000. That exactly. We went off a little bit, but for those of you that didn't see it, Big E got suplexed. It was a belly to belly suplex. Yep. And he was getting thrown back. And it's up to Big E. After he launches, he needs to follow through and roll and tuck his head in. That way, when it hits, it's like towards the back of the head, and it just rolls off. Yep. He so didn't. He locked his head in straight, and it turned into a tombstone pile driver. Yeah, dude. On the concrete floor. On the concrete yeah. floor. In the ring. Yeah, on the floor outside of the ring. Yeah. So he bounced and ended up breaking or fracturing. It's fracturing C1 and C2. C6. C6. C1 C6. And C6. Yeah. Yeah. C1 and C6 vertebrae. vertebrae. There we go. Um, he's currently he released like Twitter videos Fine. and whatnot. He moved yeah, his he fingers, moved his fingers and, stuff. and stuff. He can feel things and move things, but that it's just terrifying. But it's no, so scary. And, like, like no surgery either. Yeah, the, from so what that, I read, that's that hoping that your body surgery. can heal those like a very crucial part of the body. Yeah, but heal itself just right to where if you do take another hit like that, it won't do more damage. Which, yep. which he is very lucky that it's just a fracture. Yeah. Clearly he drinks his milk. 
Um, I mean, he's a pretty big dude. <laughs> he really... He is Big E. It's in the name. Yeah, it's not capital E. That's a big it's E. a big E. We don't know if it's capital or lowercase. Um, it's, it's capital. It's capital. I've seen and big. But stuff like that, it's like you have to make sure that you're following the protocols and like when you're taking a hit, you can take the hit at the same time. Right. It's yep. like when I was little and I watched WWE growing up. Mm-hmm. And then when I found out, like, some kid at school was like, oh, you know that's fake, right? Like, I felt it hurt. Is, it, it is, is fake. fake. But then you you start watching it as you get a little older, and you're like, well, they're still actually that fucking fake, putting their shit out but there. But that chair still hurts, I bet. chair still oh, hurts. Yeah. You still got to know what you're doing. Like, And I will say, for that, that reason, going through still hurts. One yeah. of the smartest wrestlers, to me, in my head, would be Randy Orton. Because if you think about it, knock yes. on wood, he hasn't had a serious a big, injury. Yeah. When he does get injured it's because he's taking time away taking this he's taking a vacation or whatever yeah. yeah yeah whereas he's smart he knows mm-hmm. his stuff he knows his moves he knows how to take a hit how to put the hit help out new talent which is why he's been working with matt riddle so riddle. much mm-hmm. which rk bro can continue except for i'm now nervous because they did their whole friendship celebration thing they did yeah uh, how'd that go uh, yeah it went like it always does. <laughs> they hugged and everything, and it's mm-hmm. like, oh, we're getting it. Yeah. Next year, SummerSlam, Randy Orton versus Matt versus Riddle. Matt Riddle. For like, owner uh, of the RKO. Yeah. 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 Matt, Imagine that. Because Matt Think Riddle did the apron yeah. DDT. Mm-hmm. Think about like this. they did their friendship thing. They they have that match right for the for the RKO. That's Orton's retirement match. If he loses, what if I took this chair and gave you a high five to the face? <laughs> I just say it. Think about it. I this glass bottle here is gonna go across your face. <laughs> it's not a break bottle. <laughs> um, this is real bottle too. <laughs> career matches are so like. So I've watched so two bad. career matches. Shawn Michaels, Ric Flair versus Shawn Michaels. Yep, That's and the cool. fact of like when he goes, "I love you." And then super kicks his dentures out of his out mouth of his... into the nosebleed. And then <laughs> it's was... like, one, that's a lucky fan. And two, <laughs> you're crying. Yeah. And yeah, then the Shawn Michaels, again, versus uh, Undertaker, mm-hmm. which technically wasn't his last match because he came back for a match that we don't talk about or acknowledge. So really, that was his last match. God off. You want to watch Terrible, watch that. It was Shawn Michaels and Triple H against the Brothers of Destruction. Oh, that's not... Yeah. In a tag team? Yeah. Yeah. Which, back in the day, back in the 90s? Great. Take the sledgehammer and let's do this shit. shit. In the 2000s, it's like, guy, (laughs) he's supposed to have a sledgehammer. He's got a walker. He's got a walker. (laughs) Look at these geriatric fucks out there. It's like... You have to know when to step away at the same time. Yeah. And, like, yeah. he did that big career match versus Undertaker easily. It, whether it's that match or the first time they faced each other, both arguably best match ever. Mm-hmm. They put on the greatest show. I mean, you've got Undertaker walking the ropes and doing the middle arm yeah. down. You've got Triple or uh, Shawn Michaels just shoot, super kicking everybody. Not kick. controversial enough. Not controversial. What's your name, Steve? Steve? I just super kicked Steve. Sean, get a hold of yourself. <laughs> and I just remember him walking down the hallway, just super kicking everybody. And everyone had a stack of papers. And every time they got super kicked, they just stopped the papers. And I always made the joke of like, I'm just going to walk around one day and give people everyone papers. And then it's coming to pick them all And that's out. what's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> your problem is you'd get one in and then your knee just go out. As long as it's not a broke bro kick. kick. Yeah, it's a broke kick. The broke kick. kick. I mean, yeah, but at the same time, I, I can guarantee... do a kick just fine. All right. Do do Gary first and then do me. I don't know if I get my leg up that high anymore. I'm up to stretch. That <laughs> That's what she said. Um, Watch me. Nope, I'm not going to say anything. Where yeah, are the degens? But not that degenerate. Um, another WWE news. We lost a fantastic... Fantastic wrestler. I'd introduce you to him, he unfortunately. Did. Did. Scott Hall, Razor Ramon, one of the original bad guys who always... I remember when his 
when he got inducted into the Hall of Fame, he was like talking about how good days will come, the bad days will pass, but the bad guys will always last. And I was like, that is amazing. Like everyone will remember Razor Ramon having the toothpick and just flicking it right at the camera, right at his opponent. Loved it. Just show up and just cockiness yeah. and ego just pouring off of it. Like he did not care. Like he walked into every single match thinking that he was gonna win. Like he was the better guy. It's up to you to prove to me prove wrong that it wasn't. And it's like that elevated wrestlers. Yeah. Oh, because yeah. it's like, oh, what this guy? He like already thinks he's the best. I need to show him that no, I am the best in this ring right now. Mm-hmm. It's unfortunate. It's very yeah, unfortunate. It's like I didn't, I didn't ever get to see him wrestle, but like. See, that's what you need to go back. Yeah, you need to go back and watch that. Okay, not the New Year's Revolution. Yeah, no, not the whatever. Whatever the fact We'll talk later. We'll talk later. That was weird. I don't know. I need to make sure that I saw that and it wasn't something I dreamt or something, because if it's a dream, I need help. That's a dream. (laughs) You know what? On that note, we just need to... Everyone, thank you for tuning in to quite possibly one of the most weirdest and randomest episodes of the Gaming Dreams podcast to date. Before we hit double digits, we've done it. Um, I'll leave links to all of our socials down below, but you can find me, Cap Stormbreaker. Coleman. I'm Death Guard. Just Coleman. <laughs> you did the toothpick. God damn it. See you all next week for episode 10 and whatever we have to talk about then. Have a good one. Bye. See ya. <laughs>